Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this on this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. I'm Mitch, and this is Alex. Hello, Alex. What's up? Good. I'm all right. Just Good. got back from uh, your sunburned. Yeah, I've been outside. Been walking around outside in the British, sun. British people are not made to go outside. No, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll turn into a nice kind of brown, like a roast turkey. Or Do something you like actually that. turn tan? Yeah, I go. I go white, red, peeling white. Right. I go white, red. <laughs> nicely browned and then it just disappears that never happens to me it's like nah. it might be either the white jeans or the japanese jeans i don't know which one it is but i just don't never get yeah i must have got something i don't know um italian blood european yeah somewhere <laughs> where do your roots go back to you so you're you're english 100 english maybe um a bit irish yeah Scottish, me too. I, I think my english is more irish english dutch dutch yeah a little bit and then maybe somewhere else south mediterranean area <laughs> i don't know <laughs> have you have you ever thought about getting one of those 23 and me things kind yeah i thought about it yeah but the, i mean the results are so vague i mean it's like you know everybody's going to be some percent you know some ethnicity you never dreamed of have you seen wait we need to roll the intro let's do that first. i'll do that have you have you seen the youtube videos where like it's like some racist white guy he's like i can't stand minorities and he gets one of those tests and he's like half black yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that's a great one and every time i watch those i'm just like oh that's so funny dude i watched this youtube video it's one of, i forgot the channel but it's like where they have a bunch of people who don't know each other and they have to like figure out each other mm -hmm. and it's like all these like influencers and they have to like line them up and see who makes the most money right okay and there was like one of the influencers was like i'm not i'm not shitting on anybody but i'm just describing okay right. it was a very overweight girl mm -hmm. and i think that's part of her youtube personality or whatever right and like she was like mad dogging another person who did like fashion influencing mm -hmm. and she's like yeah i mean only like like skinny cute white girls can do that and right. like the girl she was talking to was like this skinny cute white girl and the girl just like made this face like that's me <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like oh this is trash can't help it uh so let's go right into the news okay yeah, uh, we have a headline story that is just taking the country by storm mm -hmm. there was a vietnamese student and he's been arrested why on suspicion drugs nope booze no let's 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 guess let's guess okay okay this is national news mm -hmm. and he's a vietnamese student what do you what what nefarious illegal thing do you think he's done working without a visa you're you're you're, you're close but i mean if this was any other country what would he have done murdered somebody murder theft something right Larceny. What is larceny? Larceny is theft, I think. Theft. And then espionage or something. Espionage. Let's read the story. A Vietnamese student has been arrested on suspicion of providing barber services without a license. Barber services? In his home in Tokyo. Oh, like a haircut. Yeah, he's been cutting hair. <laughs> <laughs> Serving as many as 3,000 customers since April That's 2021. Quite good. <laughs> he's working hard. He's working fucking hard, right? I'm not going to read his name, but the 24-year-old vocational uh, school student was detained on Tuesday last week, allegedly offering a haircut and a shave to a, to a compatriot for 1,500 yen at his condominium in, in Tokyo. How did they find out? That's what yeah. I want to know. No, this is Tokyo's best, mm -hmm. finest officers right. doing their finest work. They saw like a bunch of shaggy-head-looking Vietnamese people walking into a building. They're like, those people are suspiciously stylish. And then they walked out with a nice cut. Something's going on here. We need to investigate. Out. Let's use Japanese taxpayers' money to stake out this premise. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you about a stakeout that happened here in Kagoshima about five years ago. 
So there's they, the, the police, in their infinite wisdom, they put a car on Ginza Street here in Temongkan. They parked it, okay, illegally. Right. And they left it open mm-hmm. with the windows kind of half down and the doors open with a with a, a six pack of beer on the on the seat. Right. And they 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 there was a stakeout for like I think eleven days. What? And then finally on the 11th day, some old drunk guy right. was like, beer, yum, and took it. And they arrested him. What? And they were like, yeah, we got the bad guy. What? And the judge threw the whole fucking thing out. Like, what, what was the point of this? I don't know. Is this true? It's true. And the judge threw the whole fucking thing out. Was it, was it good beer? I think it was probably shit Japanese beer. Uh, no. Oh, well. Then and then the judge was like, "What the fuck are you co- co- police officers doing?" And they're like, <laughs> "I don't know." Is this true? <laughs> I don't abso- believe this. It's absolutely it true. Like bullshit, it's absolutely it? true. It actually made international news. Really? It did. I'm gonna look this up. It, man. Dude, look it I'm up. Find out. Um, it's, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. I knew a few coppers there. I'll ask them. See dude, what so I remember I was, I was drinking at uh, Yataimura. The mm-hmm. uh, what would you translate that v- food stall village? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like the the table next to us were a bunch of coppers, and I was like asking them questions. I was like asking them like deep, mm-hmm. like questions that cut to their soul. Right. And like one of the dudes like felt so bad about the questions that I was asking that he just like bought us drinks and left. <laughs> really? <laughs> Probably got him to cry. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I was, Hush. I don't really like cops. Yeah. Well. Uh, mm, yeah. I don't really like cops. Well, they can be all right individually, but you know, individually they're fine. But as like a as a concept, I don't like them. Well, you know they are kind of a necessary evil, though, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to get into it. I anyway, have some yeah. opinions. Um, I haven't looked at these stories. So, like I I looked at them, but I haven't ordered them. So. I mean, we literally just sat down and turned the camera on. Yeah, we were hanging out with a YouTuber, and so we are a little like you know we have little time. Yes. So it's fine. It's fine. Let's just do it. Japan allocates U.S. $25 billion to reverse birth rate decline. So Kushida. No, there's no. No, no. Look, you read the story. There's no plan. It's Kushida was like 25 billion. And um, there's like, we're going to increase services for women or something. It's not going to do anything. What's it? I've just this paragraph I've just come out. It says the many faces of Asian Mary in Asia and the world. What's that? I don't know. Whatever. It's just like some chat GPT hallucination. <laughs> the fuck is this? How uh, are you gonna you're gonna get more people to have more children if how how are children made? Th- this is what I think that they should do. I think you should find some uh what are they called? Uh what are the hoes. No, 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 no. No. What are they called? The the horses that breed. <laughs> oh my god, where's this going? <laughs> no, 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 you know what I'm talking about. There's a word for them. Stag? Stallion. Stallion. Studs. Sta- studs. What Japan should do is nominate about 100 <laughs> studs, okay? Yeah. Just, like, get up, like go through the qualifications for right. 100 fucking studs. Yeah. And just go. Go. <laughs> give them barrels of money, and they just pay women to, to mate with them. Right, right. And just produce a super future. And what do you do with the kids? They run in races. <laughs> just, like, go on. Put them in the Kentucky Derby. I don't know how this is gonna work. Yeah, that's about the plan level that the government's got at the moment. <laughs> Dude, well. like, like I've been trying to figure out exactly what Kishida's plan is. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm gonna be serious about this. So what they're trying to do is they're like, okay, we're gonna increase hoiku shi, which is what is that? The nursery, yeah, nursery care to, providers, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And they're going to research some shit, which I didn't. I just ignored that. And then they're also going to. Uh, 
I forgot. I think the whole Ikushi was like the only thing I remember. I think it's every, everything else is like bullshit. Childcare is the big issue, no, really. No, it's not. It's the economy, stupid. Well, everything's the economy. No, it? dude, like before, because like, look, you are a working father of two mm-hmm. and your wife works mm-hmm. and you are, I would say, in comparison to people your own age, mm-hmm. if you took the average point of salaries, mm-hmm. you're on the north side of that. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Okay. Right, okay. And you've had two children, mm-hmm. not three, not five, two. As far as I know. As far as you know. So you, you've made less than replenishment rate children. No, that's fine. No, it's less. It's, you have to be at least three children to be replenished. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause, Cause some of those kids die, you know? Yeah. So you need more than two. Okay. Okay. Spurs. Spurs. A couple of spurs. It's horrible. Uh, but no, seriously. So, Okay, so, yeah, and that's that's your case. So mm-hmm. think of somebody who's making a little bit less than you or, or even like closer to minimum wage. It's impossible to have kids. Yeah, no, no. That's 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 it. Fix the economy, Kishida. Stop spending $25 billion and shit's not going to work. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you should stop fucking uh, quantitative easing to like pay the bills. Well, the yen, yeah. Is the yen is a hundred so fucking 44 yen to the dollar. It might as well be like, like Zimbabwe dollars at this point. <laughs> you know, they like, they, they like, they show up with wheelbarrows of like cash to like pay for shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well be doing that. I'd say don't book an overseas holiday now or send your child uh, abroad. No, everyone come to Japan. It's <laughs> oh, half off God. right now. It's yeah. like, it's a fire sale in Japan. It's so fucking cheap. Yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Investors putting big money into Japan again. Here's why: because the yen is weak, mm-hmm. and because so- actually, it says mix in a surprisingly solid economy this year, a weak currency, and um, ultra low interest rates, and you have yeah. a great reason to invest here. Well, some people are thinking that there's going to be a huge kind of sea change in Japanese corporate governance, and the you know modernization, you know AI and technologies like that are going to get implemented. Mm. Like the way people do business in Japan, it's going to have to change because of the population decrease. You know, there's a greater talent pool with fewer jobs, mm. more jobs, sorry, to choose from. Mm. So they're going to choose industries that are successful. So it's, you know, it's looking positive actually for the industries. I'm, um, I'm always sarcastic and negative, but I actually think that in 10 to 15 years, Japan will be a huge player. Oh, in yeah. the world economy. Oh, it's- uh, and, and, and it's going to have a lot more Western tie-in. Yeah, yeah. I think they need to get more talent from abroad. Yeah. So you've got to... Get rid know. of that Japanese culture stuff. Yeah, yeah. In, in, the, in the workplace anyways. So internationalize a bit. Fukuoka, Tokyo, you know, these kind of hubs are going to do really well. I, I just got back from Fukuoka. I went there with my monk friend, my Buddhist monk friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, that, that city is fucking on fire fun. It's mm. great. There's people everywhere. It's ganky as shit. I stood in a line to get into a a, a standing bar. Really? I stood with, what are they called? Stanchions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stood in a line. I kind of <laughs> felt like an asshole a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, this is a standing bar. And, and I'm standing up. to line up to get in. Couldn't you get a drink while you were lining up? No. That would have made sense. No, that wouldn't. No, because you can't drink. No, no. And, uh, and, and it was actually, I went again the second night. It was so much fun. All right. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I got non-pod so hard in Fukuoka, like so many times. It was crazy. I was just like, aren't I supposed to be doing this? 
Yeah. They're like, come, good. girls yeah. coming up to me, they're like, can I have your Instagram? Can I have your line? I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Printed on a card. No, no. We were actually supposed to be there to get the, the monk a, a wife. That's what we were there that for. That was the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> Do they know what he does? I told everybody. Because that's going to put him right I off. fucking told everybody. The second we oh, met yeah. anybody, I was just like, he's a monk. You are not a co-pilot. That oh, is no. bad. I am such a good wingman. Bad, bad, bad. No, no. I am such a good wingman. You don't I, go, you're a monk. Like, he's a monk. No one's going to be interested in that. Okay. He kind of looks a little scabby when you look oh. at him, which means like perverted. He does, yeah. Yeah, he just uh, he just got nature gave him that face, <laughs> and so so when I when I told people he's a monk, they felt like they could put their guard down a little bit at ease. Yeah, okay. right. And then and then he got all their numbers, so it's fine. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. The, the most awkward thing was we went to a bar and he was like hitting on this girl. And then, like, this girl, I think her boyfriend showed up and was like, bitch, don't talk to that guy. And then they left. Mm. And we're like, oh, that's too bad. And then we left and we went to a second bar. And they were there. Really? (laughs) Like you'd followed them. (laughs) Also, do you remember Puka Puka Dan? No. Maybe not. There there was a guy that lived in Congress. Damn guys. Damn guys. Oh, fuck, really? And I was at the Yatai area in Fukuoka. He mm. lives near Tokyo. And I, and I, obviously, we live in, in Kagoshima. And so I went to Fukuoka and I'm at the Yatai area. Mm-hmm. And he sends me a, a line message. He goes, Mitch, your doppelganger is walking around Fukuoka. Really? And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. And he's got a white North Face backpack on. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's me. No way. And then he like came to where we were drinking and we hung out. The that's whole time. fucking weird. It was so random. Guess who I saw in Yufuin? You went to Oita just yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just came back. Yeah. Suyoshi Koki. Koki? Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, in I, Yufuin. How do I describe this person? Um, when Facebook became a thing in Japan, he immediately, you can only have 5,000 Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. He immediately hit that barrier like within a day. Right, right. Like he was just so connected to everybody because he's like this out of control alcoholic that just just connects with everybody. And I don't know why anybody likes him. Yeah. He's so out of control. No, yeah, no. Yeah. No, he's been a good boy though, isn't he? Now? No, he's got like five kids now, so yeah. he's, he's doing better. But yeah. like, yeah, he was he used to be completely out of control. Yeah. And then he made an event that was like a recurring event like every month. And the name of the event was Answer. Was it? It was called Answer. I don't know this one. And I said, why did you call it Answer? And he's like, because I'm the answer. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking make any sense. This guy is such a crazy person. Anyway, I can't believe you met him. No, it was just totally random. He's on a business trip to Beppu. Ah, because he's working for Rack 10 Travel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Going around there. But I went to Yufuin. Yufuin's all right. There's nowhere to drink at night in Yufuin. No, don't go there. No, there's one snack bar that was open. (laughs) Uh, I went to two Izakaya that both went, no, sorry. That's fuck. I hate that. Oh, God, not again. So we went up to this uh, snack bar yeah. that was open till like three in the morning or something like that with the one young woman who works there. And they said the, young. The one young woman. And it was an exaggeration. She's like 55 <laughs> yeah, years old. Something like that, right? Yeah. So, but it was fun. You know, it was all right. If you go there, stay at Yokang, look at the museum. Don't bother with the town at night. No, no. Here, here's, yeah. here's how you do Oita. You hate it when I say this. When Americans say, let's do New York. Let's do Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. You hate that. Yeah. This is how you do Oita. Go to Yufuin for the afternoon. Go walk around in your silly little yukata and have that whole experience. Take your pictures. Go away from Yufuin. Go into Oita City and fucking party in Oita City because it's so... <laughs> nah, right? It's fun, right? It's fun. Oita City is fun. Me and Josh went last year, and I don't remember how I got home every single night. I was like, how did I get back into my hotel room? No one knows. (laughs) Do you remember the drive back? 
how fucking hungover was I? Your your wife had to drive the whole time. I was like, sweetie, can you drive? And I just like sat in the back drunk. That was the trip that you made it back to the hotel because some random surfer guy picked you up off the side of the road. It happened. What was when like was this? Early okay. in the morning. Okay, so what happened was is me and my my doki say my high school friend Tarokun. We went to we went bar hopping and they went home and then we went to some bar owner girl's apartment. Mm-hmm. I think right. And, but it was like where people live. It wasn't like the downtown area. It was like a like a yeah, neighborhood yeah. area. Mm-hmm. This giant mansion tower like on the top. And she had this huge studio. And like I got, because I drove there that day. So I was really tired. And I got really drunk. And I was just like, I need to go home. Mm-hmm. But Tato was like, it's fine. I don't want to go home. So I was like, right. okay, I'll go home by myself. And it's like foreign city. Mm-hmm. Don't know where I am. Mm-hmm. Go downstairs. I look around. It's all dark. And it's just like homes everywhere. Right. right. No fucking taxi cabs anywhere. Yeah. And so then I'm like stumbling down a street. I'm thinking I'm going towards my hotel. Mm. Question mark. And like some dude shows up in a K van. Mm. That's got like surfer stickers all over it. Right. And he's like, he's like total surfer. He's like, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get back to my hotel. He's like, are you, he's like, Kanko Kakudiska. Like, are you a tourist? I'm like, yes. He's like, get in. I'll take you to your hotel. Right, I was right. like, okay. Nice. And I got back to my hotel. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't good. get killed or anything. Yeah. You, you are 40 now, right? <laughs> you know, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a story in here about senior citizens that I wanted to ask your opinion about. Cause I was oh, just like, let's ask the dick. old guy. Oh, right. Back. <laughs> back I face. am 40. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. 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 That was a thing in, in Fukuoka. Everybody, because like the monk is younger than me. And like the girls are like, oh my God, how old are you guys? And I'm like, don't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> and like one of the like one of the groups of girls, they were just like, okay, I was, let's do like the stupid game. I was like, how old do you think we are? And uh, they guessed that he was older than me. Oh, right. Winning. Yeah. And then they, and I was like, how old do you think I am? They're like 29. I'm like 40. Serious. Yeah. No way. I was like 40, bitches. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I don't look like I'm 40. Well, neither do I. Yeah, you do. Fuck you. How old are you turning? 44? 44, man. This year. 44. Yeah, 44, man. Whatever. Nothing I mean, wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I, my high school friends are in town, and like we, I was looking at them, and I was just like, I look younger than... Except for the girl. The girl's mm-hmm. half Japanese. She's She looks young as fuck. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, I'm like, I look so much younger than you fucker people. It's yeah. just like... Because I think it's the facial hair. I can't do facial hair. Facial hair and... Yeah. What is it? It's weird, isn't it? I think it's the facial hair. And also the stress of living in America probably makes you old. Bad fashion. Bad fashion? I can't really say anything. I just wear t-shirts and jeans. Yeah. Speed Demons, the Uriko beer vendors of Japan. This is a story about... Uh, Uriko. Yeah, Uriko. So basically, Uriko means like selling girl. Hello. I think. Uri, Uri, yeah, Uro, yeah. Uro, and then Ko. I think. Uru, Uru, yeah. Uriko. Uriko. So basically, this is a story. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because I just wanted to tell people about this. In baseball in Japan, there's girls who have beer kegs on their back. Mm-hmm. And they walk around and they serve you beer. And it's fucking awesome. Where does that come from? I thought it was American originally. It's not American. No, it's weird. Yeah, they have a little hose thing and squid it in, apparently. And here's the thing, like like baseball fans, goers, what do you call those people? Whatever. I don't do sports. I don't. <laughs> and like they, they have like their favorite uriko. Oh, really? So they won't get beer from anybody but their favorite Udiko. Seriously? Yeah. Shit. I, I think I've been to like two baseball games my entire life. Right. And you're a little drunk. And like, they're, they're like, they got the whole like outfit on that says Asahi or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, what do you, what do you, what are the Oktoberfest 
beer maids what are they called i've no idea those those people are amazing because they carry like 50 pounds of beer yeah yeah it's not a big tank though is it? it's quite a small tank yeah the girl well because you know they're they're usually like really young girls in japan yeah yeah what are they called beer maids in Oktoberfest? it says dirndl oh that's uh, german we, we don't do german it says yeah. the usage originally comes from prostitute but it's oh, supposed really? to mean young woman great well, right. there's not many places where you can pay a girl to squirt in a cup in a public okay. place. <laughs> um, but you can do that at a baseball game. Oh, God. So, and then drink it. <laughs> so, uh, so here's a question. Can can boys sign up for this job? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they should do, shouldn't they? There was this proposed law in Vegas to make everything like gender neutral. Mm-hmm. And the, the one of the companies that was vehemently opposed to this was uh, Hooters. Oh, really? And their campaign was like this hairy fat dude in a Hooters <laughs> like outfit yeah, yeah. saying like, if this law passes, this is your future. Right. right like right. no one's going to agree to that. No. Nah. Have you ever been to a Hooters? Maybe. In Amsterdam, I think there was one. I, I don't know. I mean, that is super vanilla for Amsterdam to go to yeah, Hooters. Yeah, that's true. But I think, I, I can't remember. Maybe. I... I'm, I'm, I've never understood Hooters. I don't understand. What, what's the point of it? Is it just like, is it the food or is it the girl? Where are you, why are you going there? I don't know. It's just the tits, right? Uh, I mean, it's called Hooters. But yeah. like, I don't know. Is it, so there's a Hooters in Vegas, right? But there's everything else and to the more extreme level in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said, it, why would you go to such a vanilla place if you had options? Because uh, I didn't have options. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. it was the day after something else. So I was just like, you know, whatever. The weirdest thing is when you see families in Hooters. You're like, yeah. with the kids. You're like, yeah. what are you doing here? I mean, daddy's showing an example. <laughs> oh, yeah. the world's going to hell. Anyway, the Odico girls, they're like, they made the news because like no one knew about it. And I was just, I thought I'd share with the, our listeners that, you know, these, this, this position is available. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could live without this. I mean, it's cute. Don't get me wrong. It's cute, but like, uh, I don't know. I'd just rather have a nice beer, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I'll go and get it myself. Quite happy with that. Yeah, you're the type of guy that like goes by yourself to like the craft beer place and sit in anger about the world and have your beer. You Wait, you're making me sound weird now. <laughs> That's not true. What was the last, what was your, your favorite beer called? Gay Horse? That's not my favorite beer. It's just a Are, beer. Is it good beer? It's all right. It's a bit too fruity. As you would imagine. <laughs> what? I like I like uh, my beers like my worldview, like bitter, bitter, <laughs> strong and bitter. Uh, I just don't get craft beer, like because like they always have to have like a engaging name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I just don't understand craft beers. I love craft beers, great. Yeah. Okay, so we have to actually talk about something kind of sad. So a recruit, the the details on this are, are still uh, like coming out, but a recruit, uh, a self defense port, self defense force recruit, uh, shoot shot two instructors, killing both of them and hurting one individual, another person at a shooting range. Mm. And it seems to be on purpose. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was in Gifu, in Gifu, where That's this right. happened. And the uh, the 18-year-old was arrested, and he is now facing prosecution. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so, I don't know. I mean, and, like, everybody keeps asking the same question about this. Like, aren't there psychological exams that they have to go through before they they get put in here? Mm-hmm. 
But then like two or three episodes ago, we were talking about how the the defense force is actually struggling to recruit new members. Right, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. probably like, I don't know if they lowered their standards or whatever, but... Well, it was his first live fire drill as well, so... And he just went straight for it. Yeah, so God knows what's happened, but... Yeah. It must be kind of premeditated if that's the case. Well, actually. again, we still... There's... There's... This, the facts are still coming out about it, but, like, yeah, it seems to be premeditated. Well, who knows what goes through someone's mind, you know? It's hard to tell, isn't it? Did you see... There was a story. I forgot where it was, but this girl killed another girl. I think it might have been Korea or America. I can't remember. And, like, in the, in the interview, she's like, why did you kill this person? She's like, because I was obsessed with murder mysteries and I wanted to see what it felt like. You. And she put... She, like, dismembered the, the, the person that she killed, his body, and put the, the pieces into a suitcase mm -hmm. and asked a taxi driver to drive her out to a forest. Mm. And then, like, she just like got dropped off in the middle of nowhere with a suitcase. And so the taxi driver was like, "That's suspicious, right? That's sus as fuck." Mm -hmm. And then, oh, this person, uh, no, I don't think that that's that's a boyfriend killer. And anyway, it was on it was on DeFranco's episode two days ago. Do you like this kind of shit? No, I don't. And then, and then, what? What the reason why I'm bringing that up is because the girl who murdered the other girl, she said in an interview. Like after she committed the murder, she felt remorse. Mm -hmm. So like that's the, that's the one thing I think every human being always needs to remember is that when you do something that's permanent there, that's it's permanent. Mm -hmm. you, there's no undo button. Yeah. yeah. So nothing like that. It always stuck with me. What was it called? The bridge, some documentary about the San Francisco golden gate bridge of people committing suicide. Mm -hmm. And they did interviews with a couple survivors and it was a hundred percent across the, the, the every single interview. How, what did you feel after you jumped? Every single one of them felt regret and like they didn't want to die. Mm. Every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. So like that never do anything permanent like that. Well, there's very few times in life when the the curve of your trajectory in life will never get better. I mean, towards the end of your life, there are some instances like that, I imagine. But throughout your life, you have bad times and then some good times and some bad times come. And there aren't many instances where it will get continuously worse. Right. So that's what people forget, right? You know, when you hit bottom, it's just up from there. Yeah, there's another place to go, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, so no, I just like stuff like that. Just like you know, I, I don't know. I just I I don't understand people who want to murder, and I don't understand people like you know want to hurt themselves. All that stuff, I just don't understand. Because like you said, that's actually a really good way of putting that. Like you'll never keep getting worse. There's always an up. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. I mean, like if you're like on your deathbed, well. Uh, yeah. Well. Whatever. You, well, you might have some kind of epiphany or something well so okay alex if you were on your deathbed well mm -hmm. what how would you would you want to plan your own funeral or would you just like i'm not involved in that that's not my thing i was having this conversation yesterday because uh, <laughs> there is a tiktoker who claimed that he died right and told all of his friends that he died mm -hmm. and he showed up in a helicopter right at his funeral really because he's a fucking asshole wow yeah that's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, I don't. I don't really care. It'd be nice to have a little party. Yeah. Something like that. Would you? Would you want a funeral? Or would you want a wake? Is there a difference? In Japan, there is. Uh, I just. I don't want to think about it. Have you been to a Japanese <laughs> funeral before? Did there? Yeah, a few. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done the passing of the bones? Yeah. That is. That That's, is. Yeah. It's odd. It's very scary. It's weird because if you drop it. That's yeah. the thing. Like you're not so like mourning the dead. You're like, I don't want to drop this. I don't want to drop this. And it's very crispy. You wouldn't imagine. It's almost the kind of 
consistency of a packet of crisps. Yeah, it is. It's weird. And it's lighter than you would think. It's really light, yeah. Yeah. Very odd. And these are long metal chopsticks like you get at Korean restaurants. Yeah, so they're hard to use. You don't want to drop it. And then, I don't know about you, but when I did it, the guy was like, and this is the such and such bone. Yeah, they explained that, don't they? Yeah, and I was just like, I, was like, Do I don't you, need this. Yeah, I don't need any of this. Here's a pen from the hip operation. <laughs> for, for, if you're lost and you don't know what we're talking about, in Japan, at the funeral, after the cremation, the, the closest kin of family relatives, they line up at the at, after the, the cremation and they pass all the bones from chopstick to chopstick amongst the, the family members, the relatives, to the urn. Mm-hmm. And that's why in Japan, you never pass food chopsticks to chopsticks. Yeah. And they put the bones in in a certain order. So mm-hmm. the skull cap is the last bit to be put in is on the top. Yeah. So it's basically a, a standing. Yeah, they've like reconstructed it. Body, right, inside. It's weird. So, yeah. And then and then after that, then they take the, the urn to usually the uh, ohaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the what is that the grave grave tomb whatever yeah and they put it in there and then you know the whole thing. ceremony yeah my monk friend does that stuff yeah but it's surprisingly not as weird as you would think because you like you'd hear that as a western person think oh fuck that's fucked up but like, if everybody else but, is acting normal you just kind of go with it right yeah, but it's it's actually all right because you do get to kind of say goodbye over a longer period mm. like western funerals are really quick mm. um but these ones you know take a bit of time to get to know the departed's gone and say it all also and, it like it really like what is it solidifies the the loss yeah yeah because you're like you're right the western funerals like the person dies, they get, you know, what is it called? Embalmed. They get all made up. And then they, you go to the funeral and it's like a service, maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. And then that you, maybe the lower than co- the coffin part, but that's it. It's done. Like in Japan, there's like, there's, there's the, there's the wake, the funeral, the cremation, then the entombment. Then there's like 49 days later, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They do like another ceremony and then another year later, they do another ceremony. Yeah. So there's like this long goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It goes on for years. Yeah. And then they also go visit during Obo and all those other things. You go and visit the tomb and you're reminded of the person, Mm -hmm. you do the whole thing. It's a much, I don't know, much more connected way of doing it. Yeah. It's a lot of stress for the family, but it's also, you know, the same time cathartic, I suppose, to, to be busy. Yeah. During it, you know. First first uh, funeral I ever went to, I didn't know that you, you, you have to bring money. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just showed up and they were like, where's your money? I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Do you take card? <laughs> <laughs> so the two the two times you got to bring money is uh, the wake or funeral and uh, a wedding. Those yeah. are the two times. And there's different rules for that too. And any party that I run, bring cash. Bring cash. <laughs> Lots of cash. All right. Uh, let's get to something a little bit lighter. Two planes bump into each other at Haneda Airport. Okay. Let me guess. Not Japanese airlines. <laughs> no. It was... Um, one was Eva A Air of Taiwan. Never and the other one was Thai Air- Airways International. Okay. Right. Bumped into each other. So, like, what happened is, like, I guess they forgot that there was other planes around or something. So, one of the wings clipped one of the other wings and it made some damage and... Not fun. Lots of waiting around. I mean, imagine being... Oh, I was on a plane once where like, you know how they have to push the plane back with the little car? Yeah, yeah. I guess like the the car wasn't secured properly to the plane. Mm -hmm. So the car hit the plane. Oh, really? And it made this loud noise. And like, we're all on the plane and they're like, oh, there was an incident. We're going to have mechanics check the plane to see if everything... And I was like, new plane, please? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, like, oh, we're cleared to fly. And I was just like, no. No, I'm not into that. I one where um, 
we were in a typhoon and one of the kind of budget airlines in Japan was trying to land yeah. coming back to Kagoshima and they actually bounced off the runway and had to take off again. In Kagoshima? Yeah. Kagoshima airport is hard. Yeah. Hard landings every time. That's a hard airport because it's on top of a mountain. Right, yeah. yeah. So now every single time it's a hard landing. Yeah, that was hard though. I mean, it really went down pretty hard, you know, and bounced. Everyone shit themselves on board. <laughs> have you have you ever had like super turbulence in, in, in an airplane before? Yeah, yeah. That's just, you know, especially when you're not like ready for it and like everybody's eating and like shit goes flying everywhere. It's scary. His pilot friend told me about, he said, there's a lot of shit you don't know when you're flying that would terrify you if you knew what was actually happening. Like going into air pockets and dropping hundreds of like feet or whatever. Yeah. And you don't notice it. He goes, but you're actually dropping in the air like, and stuff like that. I don't know what he was on about. Oh my God. Don't, don't. So he goes, if you, if you find out what's actually happening while you're flying, it'll, it'll scare you a little bit. When but, I was a kid, I remember thinking, why are people f- afraid of flying? I'll just, if we go down, we die, we die. That was my, that was my, <laughs> no, that was like, I was just like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. I can't control this. But as an adult with responsibilities, bills to pay, people to feed, like, I feel like I can't die. I have things to do. It's weird because you trust your pilot more than you trust your doctor in many cases, right? Oh, but yeah. You think, you know, you're literally handing your life over to them. So it's... Uh, and know. half the time they're drunk, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, you see them in the fucking... You don't see it anymore, but back in the like the, like the the 80s and shit, you'd see them like at the bar yeah, in the, oh, yeah. In yeah, the yeah, airport yeah, yeah, with I their fucking that. wings yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah. like, is that cool? Yeah, and they're like, come on, little boy, come up to the cockpit. <laughs> sit on my knee. Before 9-11, fucking flying was way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they did not care. It was, uh, yeah, fun. You, fun you could go all the way to the fucking gate. And they were like, the only, the only thing that, that got you, like you had to go through security, right? But like you went all the way to the gate. And the only thing that like prevented you from getting on the wrong plane was like a little piece of paper. Yeah. 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 So there's all these instances of like little kids running away from their parents and like running onto a flight right before the the door closes and shit. Home alone. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Home alone too, actually. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Japan seeks local tourism shakeup as demand exposes staff shor- shortages. The The gist of the story is there's not enough people. Yep. There's not enough people. So if you want a job in tourism. No, I'm serious. Dude, like like they they don't have enough people. Oh, I know. I'm very much know about that one. You went to, what did you do in Euphemia? What, what the fuck were you doing there? So I was meeting a, an English travel uh, company that were over here. Um, so I went up to say hello. Um, somebody's helped me out over the last couple of years and we've had a few projects going on with media and stuff like that. So I went to say hello to him. That was mm. it, basically. Oh, okay. So I stayed in Ryokan, went out for a drink, had a bit of food. You're not supposed to go to Ryokan with a dude. You're supposed to go there with a... He said know. in different Ryokan because mm-hmm. he booked it. <laughs> I booked it separately. You're Whatever. supposed to go there with your wife. I know you're supposed to do that, but it was just like the only place that you could get to to meet. Euphoria has nothing but onsen. There's nothing there. Yeah, there, well, there is. It's like a weird town with... It's like, a weird town. There is. It's got some strange gift shops. And then like there's this mini Cotswolds looking area, <laughs> which is so bad. I mean, you would love it. It's like Disneyland or some shit, but it's awful. And then there's a, a museum, actually, which is quite nice. Comical art museum, which is really good. I don't like Euphoria. But I know, I can tell. You Dude, don't like, like Beppu either. Right? I don't like Beppu. I don't like Beppu. I don't like Euphoria. I mean, look, hey guys, if you're if you're traveling in Japan, you've never been here, go. I like Hita. Hita, uh, Taketa uh, is all right. Um, I'm interested in going to Ukiha and seeing what's there. Why? 
Because these places are kind of developing. Okay. Well, towns. it's work for you. It is work. It's my job. Yeah, you go there, go to the one snack with the young lady. No, no, some of these places are really cool. <laughs> you would be surprised. You would be surprised. I'll be, I'll be honest. If, if you recommend a place, Alex, I will go in confidence that yeah. it's probably cool. Because I'm incredibly critical. Of yes, you are. Everything. You didn't like Amami Oshima, and I love that place. Yeah. It's not like I don't like Amami Oshima. It's just... I've you wrote a-, a fucking... You slogged them off over like seven pages of your Facebook post. Yeah, and then the mayor of Amami City phoned me up and apologized. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, worked out in the end. But that was that was there was a reason for that, and it was a justified reason. Well, what you were saying the entire time was that they have this untapped potential that they need to work on. Yeah, yeah, and I had a journalist who could help them with that. Who yeah. didn't need any money or anything, just some people to show them around for well, look, half a day. Can we bitch a little bit about stupid Japan? Okay, so you and I, we run people of Kagoshima. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're currently developing season three and it's free publicity for anybody who's on it. Yeah. It's hundred percent publicity, positive coverage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, because we want to show the stories of the people who are like the movers, shakers, people who are doing a good job in Kagoshima. Yeah. It was your, 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 your brainchild. You, it, mm-hmm. you, you made it right. Mm-hmm. So we contact, I'm not going to say who we contact a person who is like, who's producing local products. Yeah. Not only do they not contact us back for months, <laughs> yeah, they contact yeah. us back and say, no, thank you. We don't want a fluff piece on us. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like. For literally no involvement. As zero, well. They I'm, have to sit down and talk to us for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll do the rest of the five days of shooting with no whatever, you know, joke. So what can you say, man? I was just like, when I got that, not only did, and also it came from an unverified email address. So like Google's like, this is sus as fuck. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. I was just like, come on guys, we're trying to help here. I know. Yeah. Well, they talk about internationalization and stuff like that, but you know, dragging the feet. This company in particular is trying to sell their products abroad specifically. Yeah. I know. And I'm just like, this is what we're trying to do. Yeah. No. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I don't know. I think there's some internal politicking that's going on over there or something like that. Who knows? Let's talk about something positive. Okay. Japan is preserving its cartridge brown treasures. There, so the so basically the National Diet Library mm-hmm. like fought off legal bar- barriers, corrosion, not corruption, but corrosion, uh, and even drain to to get these old old ass uh, uh, family computer video games and even before that copied into their digital archive. Oh, nice. Because they were like, they were talking about it might be illegal to do this and all this other stuff, but they're like, no, guys, these 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 silicon cartridges are going to eventually Degrade. die. Yeah. Right. So we need to back them up to preserve them for posterity. Mm. And they are now doing that. So that's, that's good. Awesome. Didn't somebody found a bunch of old ROMs somewhere in like a, a landfill or You're something You're talking like about that? the E.T. game. Was that it? E.T., Spielberg's E.T., they made a game and it was so bad mm-hmm. that they put something like a million copies of it. Look it up, Josh. Uh, E.T., I think, NES game uh, landfill. And so instead of selling it, they literally put all of the, the games in a uh, landfill so. and cover them with, I think, concrete or something. Atari. Like uh... <laughs> was it the Atari? Okay, Atari. What, was, year, what year was this? It was during the, the video game boom, so probably late 90s. 80s or early 90s. 
It says in September of 1983, Atari found itself with a surplus of the game cartridges and they put them in a landfill in New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) And so people went to go like excavate that. Right, right. And they found the old games. Um, Yeah. That's crazy, man. Because it was just a shit game. It was rushed to production. They just like, they just slapped a name on it. It was horrible. Well, all the old movie franchises suck, man. And all the you know video game movies also suck. So. I don't think there's ever been a good video game from a movie. Or the other way around. Or really. a good movie from a video game. Did you see the World of Warcraft movie? No. Oh, my God. No. You treat yourself. Is it really it's good? It's so bad. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's so fucking horrible. Like, you, you turn it on, and minutes in, you're like, this sucks. There's one movie I've been trying to watch for the last probably eight years but I've never made it to the end. Like I've always okay. advanced like 15 minutes at a time. And I know literally. What is this? It's called Horse Story. Horse Story? Yeah. So my dad put it on the um, on Amazon or something or whatever in England when my kids were little because he thought they'd like it. It was like a kiddie story. And it is literally the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. It's hilarious how bad it is. Can we get a screenshot of this, Josh? I've been trying to watch it to get to the end just because it's so bad. But, you know, I can't actually put up with more than 15 minutes at a time. Can you give a synopsis of what you've seen? So, like, there's a little girl who goes to the countryside to live with her, like, strange pedo-looking uncle who kind of looks like a cheap version of Johnny Depp. Okay. But with literally no acting talent. Wish.com version of Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, And then the horses basically talk, she finds out. Okay. Uh, But it's basically just a mouth pasted on top of the horse, like speaking away. Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. But, you know, I can only literally watch about 10 minutes of it at a time. And then I just have to wash my brain. Have you ever seen the movie Homeward Bound? No. Oh, uh, you should watch that movie. If you, if you, you're, you're a dog lover. If you ever watch that, it, it's great. I love that movie. I mean, acting is so bad. The whole thing's awful. You know, oh my God. Oh my God. So this is a relatively new movie as well. It looks fairly new, right? Look at cheap Johnny. The other horse is dead. Do you, remember, do you remember back in the day? Oh, there was a. They would like put peanut butter in the mouths of animals, so they would like move their mouths around and then make them talk in movies and stuff. Is that right? That was a thing back in the day. I heard about somebody putting dog food on the nuts so the dog would lick it. Oh God! <laughs> Did you ever watch Flipper like when you were a kid? Flipper. Flipper. Yeah. yeah Flipper. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the littlest hobo? Can we Google this? I don't know what this is. The Littlest Hobo. Do you know? This is my age, Shane. It sounds so inappropriate. The Littlest Hobo. It's about a dog who would kind of go on adventures walking around the US helping people. That's like a ripoff of Lassie. It was basically a ripoff of Lassie. I I used to watch the black and white version of Lassie all the time. The theme song to this was kind of particularly, particularly good, I seem to remember. Memorable. Yeah. What was the... There was another one, not Lassie. It was black and white with the sheriff. Oh, fuck. I forgot the name of that show. Lone Ranger. No, no, no. It was just a show about the sheriff. And there was like, and he had like a, like a, like a, like a sidekick. The Andy Griffin show. Yeah. I remember watching this shit. Never heard of that. Yeah. We're dating ourselves. Anyway. You need to go hang out with your daughter. Yeah. It's lunchtime. 
Anyway, thanks for stopping by, Mr. Alex. You're welcome. I forgot. I guess I didn't include the senior citizen story. Oh, no. I'm so disappointed. Oh, I remember what it was. Okay. The government has a... This is what I wanted. I wanted to, I wanted to get your opinion on this as the senior citizen in here. The government is currently pushing a program. They're, they're using like the, the cell phone carriers to help old people with the digital divide. Okay. Like old people don't know how to use smartphones. And so they're like, you, they're like giving money to the cell phone carriers to teach the old people how to use cell phones. Okay. Do you know how to use a cell phone? A little bit. <laughs> Just about. But I did have the tapping noise on on the keyboard. I, the haptic? Yeah, I didn't turn it off. I just thought, well, fuck it. And then this British journalist came over. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why have you got your tapping noise on your fucking granddad? So I was like, okay then. <laughs> so I thought I couldn't turn granddad. I know. I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, I do know how to use technology. No, you're 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 pretty you're pretty technologically like Advanced. capable. Yes. Capable. Yeah, yeah. How about your in laws? Do they use smartphones? Yeah, they do. They kinda they don't really know what they're doing with them, but you know. I mean, even kids don't know how to use smartphones really. I don't think <laughs> kids don't know how to use they don't know how to use computers. They know how to use iPads and smartphones, but they don't know how to use computers. But they don't use the functionality of the phone. They use the phone to do... Social stuff. Mindless shit. Yeah. You know, instead of actually using it to create things and make things. So my, my high school friend had her kid, and he was like running around in the restaurant. And she's like, this is so bad. But then she just like put on some mindless video. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like babysitter. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not for it, but I'm also not against it's it. It's got a dopamine injection. Just yeah. fucking stick it in there. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been our show today. Uh, if you like the show, please like and subscribe. Hit the bell icon. Uh, if you want to be our, page, our supporters on Patreon, there will be a link for that in the description. Uh, and there will be links to all the articles that we talked about in the d- video description. Um, Alex, it's always fun when you're here. Yes. You always say you. things that you're not supposed to say. Yeah, but fuck it. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> have fun with your, your very, very cute daughter. What did she call me? The cool guy. Dickhead. Call me the cool guy. Yeah, whatever. I love your daughter. <laughs> anyway, everybody, see you guys next see week. See you again. Bye. Real soon. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thank you to our patron sponsors, Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, Dennis P., Ellen Mary, Clayton Jung, a.k.a. Back in the Clay YouTube, and Asmund. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs>